Greetings, everybody, and welcome back to episode 39 of Extreme EvoCast, an all-purpose Pokemon podcast where we talk about news, trivia, and everything related to Pokemon. A little bit uh, up close and personal uh, today for this episode, and that might be a common uh, reoccurrence in the next few weeks here, uh, mostly because I'm trying something new. Uh, welcome to the first episode of EvoCast in my third year of college. I'm very excited about that. Uh, and because of that, I am living in a dorm. And this dorm has some, 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 you know, setbacks that I need to work around. First of all, I have roommates or sweet mates. I'm living with other people, uh, you know, in that are in close proximity to me and my room. Uh, so I need to not be loud and I cannot be extremely, you know, talkative. I can be talkative, but I can't be disrupting because it is later at night. Uh, of course, I don't want to disturb my, my, the people that I'm living with. Uh, I have been doing some streaming. So like, it's not like I haven't been able to just like talk. I mean, like I, you know, I hear my, I hear my sweet mates, like just like talking all the time, like much louder than I am. So like, I don't want to worry about it too much, uh, but I do still want to be courteous, and I want to get into the habit of being quiet, and, you know, make, so things might be a little bit more up close and personal uh, in these ne- in these upcoming episodes of EvoCast, uh, and even more so because the room that I'm in, my dorm room, is very spacious. <laughs> it's very uh, tall, and the, the walls are obviously just like, you know, they're not, they're not great. Uh, because it's a college dorm. So I have um, taken precautions to that where I am I'm doing the old uh, podcast YouTube video recording trick where I have a, a comforter over my computer and my microphone uh, so it doesn't bounce around and it doesn't create an echo because if you notice if you're if you're an avid listener of my streams you might hear um, you know some echo and I don't want that for my for my podcast obviously uh because it's you know podcasts are a lot more easy to control and yes i could do like noise canceling and stuff but if i can help it i'd much rather just sort of um you know remedy it by putting a comfort over myself for like the next hour and a half or give or take until i'm done recording evocast and i'm perfectly fine with that it just sounds like i'm talking in your ear and I hope that's not a problem with some people. I know personally ASMR makes me very uncomfortable. So, like, I don't know if me, like, talking really close is going to be uh, weird for anybody. I hope it's not. Uh, I hope that the, the sound quality is better uh, than it has been. At least I like to think that it's a lot better than it has been. And honestly, I'm probably going to be doing this method in the future. Even when I am out of the out of my dorm and I'm in a, a more private place, uh, I probably will be wrapping myself in a blanket because it act- it sounds amazing. There's like no background sound, if at all. Uh, and I really, really like it. Um, just know that this is going to be sort of how it's been, how it's going to go for the next, you know, who knows how long until I'm out of college. Uh, so... If you don't like this, you might have to get used to it. And if it's something that you enjoy, then, well, I have great news. It's going to be staying for a long time. It's sort of, it, honestly, it makes me feel a lot more professional than it than, than it seems, uh, or than I maybe am. I really enjoy the fact that there is, like, there is very little background sound. Uh, it, it's, it's almost amazing to me that, you know, because I've struggled with it in the past. I mean, God, if you listen back to, like, the first episode or so, like, the first six or so episodes, it sounds horrible. Uh, not only am I, like, not, you know, not good at talking to people, uh, but I'm also 
I also have like the worst microphone in the world. Okay, it's not that bad, but it is pretty bad. Um, I, you know, I didn't have the money to spend on an actual microphone, so it was bad. Uh, and this is just giving, you know, some insight on how much I'm improving, and I'm happy about that. Anyway, let's get into the episode. Uh, so, yes, I am in college, which means Pokemon Go is something that I can actually play now. Uh, I haven't had a chance to play it recently, um... Because, you know, I'm still, it's like still the first week of school or like the second week of school. So I haven't had time to, excuse me, I just bumped my microphone. Uh, I haven't really had time to really move in uh, and, and get things settled enough where I think that I'm comfortable playing Pokemon Go on my free time. Just because I have so much other things to do. You know, it's, it's a little bit, it's a little bit of a stressful time to, uh, you know, get things going. The beginning of the semester is, you know, it's always stressful work. So, you know, I, I'm taking a little bit of time to sort of get used to things. I mean, I only had like the first, like the second day of each of my classes, uh, pretty much, because I'm recording this on a Tuesday. So, you know, it's 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 been some time of, you know, I'm meeting back up with some friends. I have actually had some time to play a little bit, and I've, I've enjoyed it for uh, for what it is right now. Uh, but there's some exciting things to talk about coming to Pokemon Go. Um in the upcoming minutes here, but I, I will say that I have, I do plan on playing it more. I am going to sort of force myself to play it more and get my personal insight like I used to in the very beginnings of this podcast. I feel like I don't really play Pokemon Go nearly enough as I, as I did, um, and some people might miss that. I mean, for obvious reasons, but, you know, even, even now that I have access to college, I need to sort of get myself back up there. Uh, anyway, Speaking of Pokemon Go, let's start. Let's start with Pokemon Go. Get it out of the way because we don't really have all that much to talk about uh, with that game today. Um, there, the the poll that we talked about last time, deciding what Pokemon would be for the Community Day. You know, a feature for the Community Day has been um, it has been 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 shared with us. Uh, the results are in. It is exactly what I expected it to be. <laughs> Almost exactly what I expected it to be. I'm, I'm pretty sure I predicted this exact thing. Uh, Porygon won, and Charmander is second place. Which is a little bit disappointing, because like we already have Charmander. Uh, but I don't think... Or we already got Charmander twice, I think, because of like that one big December one with everything. Uh, but I actually don't think I have a shiny Charmander. So you know what? I am not really opposed to that because it's, it'll give me another chance to get a shiny one. Uh, so September 20th is going to hold the Porygon Community Day, which I am so excited for. And October 17th is going to be the Charmander one. Uh, let's see. There are very very big things coming to Pokemon Go, or have already come to Pokemon Go. Mega Evolution. Mega Evolution is here, finally, in Pokemon Go. Um, let's see. Uh, this is this is before. Uh, this th th It's giving myself a little bit of an insight, because I actually didn't really read up on it until recently, so I'm going to refresh myself. Uh, this is an old news. This, this is old news. This is something we already knew, or we already know now. Uh, I'm going to read this out, and then I'll read the more updated news uh, to confirm or, or deny whether or not, you know, these things actually came or whatever, because I, I want to sort of go through the timeline, because I'm unaware of it. Uh, Niantic has announced the introduction of Mega Evolution through various news outlets, including GameSpot, Eurogamer, and VG247. Coming tomorrow, you'll be able to Mega Evolve Pokemon, specifically Venusaur, Char Charizard, Blastoise, and Beedrill, another reason why having Charmander is exciting. 
Uh, to do this, you'll need to collect Mega Energy for each Pokemon. This is done by defeating Mega Raids, and the faster you complete Mega Raid Battles, the more energy you'll receive. Uh, Mega Raid Battles will appear soon, featuring Mega Venusaur, Mega Charizard, and Mega Blastoise, and these will give the Mega Energy for each Pokemon. In doing so, Niantic are removing 2- and 4-star raids from the raid table in order to include a focus for Mega Evolved Pokemon. Interesting, is that t forever? Mega Evolution only lasts a limited time, you, uh, after you, but after you Mega Evolve a specific Pokemon for the first time, the cost of, to Mega Evolve it will reduce. When Mega Evolved, you can participate in gyms, raids, trainer battles, and go rocket battles. Shadow Pokemon and clone Pokemon cannot Mega Evolve. You'll be able to pick which Mega Charizard you wish to get when you Mega Evolve. Uh, if you use Mega Evolved Pokemon in a raid battle, any moves of the same type of that Pokemon will get boosted. There will be a Mega Pokedex to keep track of Mega Evolved Pokemon, and there will be a special research as well as events throughout September that will focus on Mega Evolved Pokemon. An event from September 1st to 7th is focused around Mega Raids, September 11th to 17th focused on battles with Mega Evolution, and 22nd through 28th there will be events about buddy features with Mega Evolution. Wow, that's a lot of information. I hope you were, are following through that. So that's... That is, I need to take a breath. That's sort of what we had um, on the 26th of August. And then uh, a few days later, actually a day later, uh, it says, Following the reveals from media yesterday, elements of Mega Evolving, including a button to Mega Evolve, as well as the Mega, po Mega Pokedex, are starting to go live. This confirms that you'll initially need 200 Mega Energy to evolve the Kanto starters and 100 to Mega Evolve Beedrill. Why just Beedrill? Did I miss over that Beedrill, Mega Beedrill is happening? Oh yeah, what? Venusaur, Charizard, Blastoise, and Beedrill. Interesting. I like Mega Beedrill. What the heck? Why Why Beedrill? Why the three Kanto starters and then Beedrill? We have also confirmed the stats for these Mega Evolved Pokemon and have updated them. We'll be continuing to update as all info comes out. Uh, Mega Raid Battles are starting to appear, and the new special research is available a Mega Discovery. Only Mega Venusaur, Charizard, Blastoise, and Beedrill are currently available. We're currently collecting all of the details, so keep checking back. That's, that's Cerebi, that's not me. Uh, again, thank you, Cerebi, for giving me pretty much this, all of this information. Um, interesting. A Mega, Go Mega Bracelet is now available for the Style Shop for free. Interesting. I don't know if you need it to Mega Evolve, but uh, you can have a go. You have a Mega Bracelet. Also, I'm not going to read out the. Um, I'm not going to read out the Mega Discovery like special research task because I know that some people like to sort of be surprised by that, including me. I just re I read it over uh, before we started. You know, I mean, it's nothing special, but uh, you know, I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil it for people that might be interested in that. But it is cool. Uh, it's sort of, I'll get, I'll say this, it's sort of an introduction, um, to Mega Evolution, which is why I think that Beedrill is being added, because it's focused around Beedrill, uh, and I think it's sort of like a tutorial on how to Mega Evolve. <laughs> um, honestly, that's all the information that we really have, huh? Uh, I just closed out of my Cerebi tab, and the fact that I have a blanket over my monitor is kind of giving me some trouble getting back to it. Here we go. Um, it's interesting because I don't really know how to feel about this. I've heard from a lot of 
opinion so far that it's not very good <laughs> that the mega evolution sort of method is not very fun because it's it's limited and you have to like grind raids in order to get it uh maybe they'll be doing some changes in the future i haven't tested it out for myself so i can't really say specifically i will be doing some testing you know over the course of the next few weeks uh you know as i just play pokemon go naturally uh but like i've heard from like a drive you know a really uh notable pokey youtuber and twitch streamer that it's it's garbage <laughs> that it's like not very good uh here i'm actually gonna read out what he says not that you know a drive's word is 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 what you should believe but let me see he did make a sort of announcement about or sort of a tweet about it let me see if i can find it here Ah, okay, I found it here. It's not as in-depth as I thought it was. I just sort of uh, scrolled over it, and it's literally just a tweet that says, the mega mechanic in Pokemon Go is garbage tier. That's it. <laughs> That's the only thing that he said about it. And a lot of the comments seem to agree. Um, it takes four to six raids to have enough energy to mega evolve, emerge is specific to that Pokemon, and you will need to do 15 plus raids to get all starter megas, and they only last four hours each. Uh, let's see. Yeah, people people are saying that it's it's hard to get the energy and you really have to grind for it, which sucks. Uh, you know, like I said, I'm I'm just giving an example of somebody who said um, that it was not uh, very good. Somebody who is notable for playing a lot of Pokemon Go and just a lot of Pokemon in general. So you know, uh, take take it with a grain of salt, but. Um, you know, uh, I don't really have an opinion, like I said, so I look to other people who I can, who I can trust, uh, like a drive, for example, I trust his word. And if he thinks it's bad, then, you know, I will change my judgment accordingly, but I haven't had a chance. I haven't had a chance to, uh, to test it out yet. It looks cool though. I mean, I'm excited to see it. Mega evolution has been overdue for a very, very long time. And I'm almost upset that it's it hasn't, you know, I'm obviously I'm upset that it didn't happen earlier, but like, you know, I'm, I'm excited that it's here just in general. I don't really care if it's good or not. I just, I, I like, I like Pokemon Go for the, just the, the fact that it exists. You know me, you know, I like, I like, I'm more of a collector when it comes to Pokemon Go. So just having another thing to experience, having another thing to talk about on this podcast and, have a good time with i guess is is you know it's exciting uh and i'm 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 excited for the opportunity to test it out and give you my feedback about it anyway that is all the news uh coming from from pokemon go right now i'm not going to dwell on mega evolution and pokemon go for uh any longer than i already have already 15 minutes in the episode only have a few more things uh to talk about uh there is a new let's see there's a new uh tcg sort of pack uh coming or has already been released i can't remember let me find it it's called vivid voltage i know that for a fact <laughs> if i can just find the the cerave post about it let me see here aha the pokemon company international has announced a new english set the set is called vivid voltage and it will be released on november 14th 2020 the set features over 18, 18, 18 cards, just 18 cards, that's it. Uh, 100, 185 cards, including 11 Pokemon V cards, including Zerud V, and a new amazing Pokemon featuring legendary and mythical Pokemon, and it also includes V Max for Pikachu, or Beetle, and Colossal. I don't understand, like, half the words that they said there, but it sounds cool. I, I know V is, like, the Gigantamax 
of the, the TCG. I don't really know why they did that. They can't just call it GMAX. They've always, you know, like level X, they've always added this like, oh, it, this is like a new thing, but it's just exactly the same as everything else. So I don't really understand why the TCG works like that. But I mean, hey, you know, it's essentially just Gigantamaxing. I'm not into the TCG, so I can't really say for sure how different it is. But yeah, pretty much. VMAX is pretty much, as far as I can tell, it's just GMAX. But hey, a new uh, a new set is coming. And last but not least, oh, no, hold on. I have some, some okay, I'm going to, like, I, I stopped because, oh, I remembered I have some Cafe Mix news to share. It's literally just Celebi and Audino are coming. That's it. As of September 9th, Celebi will start to appear in the cafe as a special customer, and I believe Audino, too. Let's see. Yep, Celebi, September 9th. Where's Audino? It's here somewhere. I can't find it. Audino's coming, too. That's all I had to share. But, finally, uh, there's a new thing happening, and a new, um, <laughs> a new sort of trend going around on Twitter. If you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. Pokemon Masters EX is out. Uh, it's updated, and it's now called Pokemon Masters EX. With this, new sync pairs and features have been added. Uh, there's like, it's a, it's just like an updated version of Pokemon Masters. Like I said, I don't cover a lot of Pokemon Masters on this, on this podcast, so I don't know anything about it, but the most important thing about the Pokemon Masters EX reveal is that they made a hashtag for it, and they made a very, uh, interesting typo, or not, not even a typo, just a mistake, because if you put you know, Pokemon Masters, and then EX, and you and you you shorten it. You know, you sort of look at it in a different light. It might say Pokemon Master Sex, <laughs> and the Pokemon Twitter community has been going insane over this. And honestly, to the point where it's not even funny anymore. But like, you know, it happened. Uh, it's certainly something that I think I should bring up. I didn't participate if you can even call it that they were just making you know sex jokes that's it that's literally the only thing that they did but you know i mean hey it raised awareness for pokemon masters ex i think i guess i mean i think it kind of put it out to be more of a joke than anything which is kind of sad but i mean it was funny for like two seconds if that means anything yeah all right let's move on you remember how I said at the beginning of this episode that I would be like, oh, you know, expect the, the blanket trick to be something that I'm going to be doing. It's This is annoying. I've had to record at least like five things twice or three times because of how many times this blanket has just caused so many problems. Whatever. Let's move on. Uh, welcome back to everyone's favorite segment where we talk about a random Pokemon every episode. Today's Pokemon on the chopping block for random Pokemon of the week is number 268, if you can guess that. Uh, I would be extremely impressed if you were able to guess this Pokemon. 268 is Cascoon. <laughs> Cascoon, of all Pokemon, Cascoon. Cascoon is a bug, t- you can hear the reluctancy in my voice to do this. Cascoon is a bug type Pokemon introduced in Generation 3. Uh, it evolves from Wurmple, depending on its personality value, starting at level 7, and evolves into Dustock, starting at level 10. Uh, it's the Cocoon Pokemon. 
It has shed skin. Literally, that's it. 50% male, 50%, 50% female, um, 2 foot 4, or 0 0.7 meters, 25.4 pounds. That's a heavy, Jesus. Two, hold, well, hold on. Two feet tall. Good Lord, that's big. 11.5 kilograms. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was going to talk about the personality value that de that determines uh, Wurple's evolution, but I think I'm going to save that for another time. I ain't just ain't feeling it today, man. Like, you, you, you expect me to look at this Pokemon, Cascoon, and be like, I am so interested about this Pokemon. Let's talk about it for hours on end. That's what I want to do right now. I want to talk about Cascoon for hours, but unfortunately, we only have a little bit of time to do this segment. Um, let's do some Pokedex entries. Cascoon makes its protective coating by wrapping its body entirely with a fine silk from its mouth. Once the silk goes around its body, it hardens. Boring. If it is attacked, Cascoon remains motionless, however badly it may be hurt. It does so because if it were to move, its body would be weak upon evolution. The Pokemon will also not forget the pain it endured. Less boring and horrible, actually. I wish I didn't read that. To avoid detection by its enemies, it hides motionlessly beneath large leaves and in gaps of branches. It also attaches to dead leaves as it attaches dead leaves to its body for camouflage. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it never forgets any attack it endured while in the cocoon. After evolution, it seeks payback. Good lord, this thing is vengeful. I mean, look at that eye. Look at those angry eyes this thing's got. Good lord. Uh, because it's a Generation 3 Pokemon, we have some, uh, we have some Pokemon Mystery Dungeon flavor text to go on. Uh, from 50, from, you know, f half to full HP, it says, When this cocoon shows cracks, it'll be ready to evolve. That doesn't sound like it's talking. It sounds like a, like a documentary. Uh, from quarter to half, it says, I have about half my health left. Boring, just like Cascoon. Uh, from 1% to 25%, it says, I'm feeling weak. I'll faint if this, if this keeps up. And then when it levels up, it says, hmm, hmm. Looks like I've leveled up. <laughs> Nothing of interest. Just like this Pokemon. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. I am, I am giving too much flack to this gosh darn cocoon pokemon it's just, what it's it's just it's you know it's the middle stage cocoon that ha there's there's two of them in this region <laughs> not that i don't not that i don't like Hoenn, but like i'm gonna have to do this again once silcoon comes around so I'm I'm gonna split them into two i'm gonna give half of my my energy to both of them because that's all they deserve um Okay, it's shiny is green. That's it. It's like blue and the, or like purple, like a light pinky purple, and now it's green. Its eyes don't change. Nothing changes. It's just green. I, four? Four out of ten? Could have made something cool, but it's just green. Four out of ten. Hate. I hate it. <laughs> Trivia. Cascoon shares its category with Metapod, Kakuna, and Silcoon. They're all known as the Cocoon Pokemon. They also share the same base stat, base stat total, learn set, ability, and EV yield. These Pokemon are the, uh, are the same. Cascoon and Silcoon have the same exact same type, base stats, moveset, and shape, making them nearly identical. 
Cascoon, along with Silcoon, can be seen without without the limb protrusions on its body in the anime, in all core series games from X and Y onward, and occasionally in Heart Gold and Soul, Soul Silver. I know, like, the protrusions from its body are just, like, the silk that it's connecting between branches, in order, but, like, it looks like it's just really spiky, <laughs> and I like it. I wish that it was more like that. I wish it wasn't just, like, a ball in, uh... In, in X and Y onward. Um, James's Pokemon trivia card show that Silcoon and Cascoon indeed have those limbs. They're limbs? I thought they were just like silk threads, you know? They're limbs? Excuse me? Cascoon is the only bug-type cocoon-based Pokemon whose defense stat does not decrease upon evolution. Dustox got that beef. Cascoon is the only Pokemon found in the Friend Safari that is not its own type. It is found in the Poison-type Friend Safari, even though Cascoon is pure bug. However, it evolves into the Poison-type Dustox. Amazing. <laughs> what else do you want me to say? This is, the, this is like the, the most worthy case of what do you want me to say for any Pokemon. And it's going to be the same for Silcoon. I'm just going to end it there. There's no Smogon competitive, you know, like, move set for this thing. There's no reason to talk about this Pokemon anymore. Look, I appreciate it for what it is, but that's all it is, is a cocoon. <laughs> Even the games, you know, they don't, they don't give it any other thing other than, like, oh, it, it likes, it, it will, like, kill anything that attacks it when it was a cocoon. That's more just Dustox, you know? Like, that's more Dustox personality. This thing is boring, it has no personality, and I'm done talking about it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the fifth episode of... Nestled in the 39th episode of Extreme EvoCast, the fifth episode of Type Review. If you're unfamiliar with what type review is, this is the sort of segment, you know, episode type thing where I, that, that I do when I don't have anything else to talk about, <laughs> honestly, you know, a little bit of a secret there. Uh, I do this when I don't have like a, a topic in mind and I'm like, okay, I can just do another episode of type review. Uh, this is the, the segment thing where I go over one of the 18 types. We've done four already. I think if I remember correctly, I have done ghost normal ice and fairy i think that's right if i'm wrong not in order that wasn't in order if i'm wrong let me know but it doesn't matter today we're doing steel uh mostly because i like to sort of go along the lines of the pokemon twitter whenever i decide to do one of these uh to see what this what the sort of um what type the type month that the pokemon uh, Twitter does every so often it's like oh it's water type month or it's electric type month that they just like randomly do for no reason uh, it's still type month this month and you would never be able to tell if it was that it's still type month because they have water type Pokemon all over in fact it's they have Staryu all over their Twitter they've posted like five different gifts of Staryu, Starmie Seeking, like Misty like, this is, these are water-type Pokemon. Goldeen, I guess it's like they're going in order, you know, like, but, like, there's a lot of water-type things going on. A lot of, of water-type Pokemon on the showcase right now, I guess. And 
for some reason, it's Steel Type Month, and I have not seen a single Steel Type Pokemon on their Twitter, you know, their their Twitter page for a long time, other than like Meltan, which is, I mean, like they did it, like they they released it, I suppose. They they said that it was Steel Type Month on like August twenty sixth, so you know, it hasn't been that long, so I haven't really given them much of a chance. But uh, according to the Pokemon Twitter page, it is officially Steel Type Month, so I'm going to be going over Steel Type Pokemon today. Steel-type is one of the 18 types. Prior to changes in Generation 4, all damaging Steel-type moves were physical, but they now may be special depending on the attack. Steel-type was introduced in Generation 2, along with the Dark-type, one of the only types that it was added later. Uh, Steel, Dark, and Fairy were all added later, and Steel and Dark was added in Generation 2. Um, it's been a while since I've gone over Steel-type Pokemon, uh, and... Or uh, going over type review, sorry. It's been a while since I've gone over type review, so I kind of forget what I go over. You know, what I sort of cover. <laughs> uh, but we're going to talk about the statistical averages for Steel-type uh, Pokemon. The defense, so this is overall. This is every single Steel-type Pokemon in the game. Their overall stat uh, total is 484.86. Um, and, like, that's pretty high. Fully evolved is 552. That's also very high. Um, defense is obviously the highest. I'm gonna just. I'm only gonna focus on the uh, the overall because the fully evolved is like yeah. I, I want to talk. We're talking about every Steel type Pokemon today, baby. So uh, 110 defense average, as well as uh, 97 or 79 special defense. Not as high as I really expected it to be. Uh, like. Uh, you you would expect the special defense it's actually the the second highest but it's attack attack is 96.7 um average next is special attack at 70.11 and then hp at 68.32 and then speed is obviously the lowest of all of the steel type pokemon because they're generally very slow because they're made of gosh darn metal um from generations 2 to 5 uh, Steel-type Pokemon are immune to damage from the sandstorm weather condition. In, gener in Generation 2, Steel-type cannot be poisoned by poison-type moves. Starting from Generation 3, Steel-type Pokemon cannot be poisoned at all. So apparently in Generation 2, you could poison you could poison a Pokemon maybe with like poison powder? Interesting. I didn't know that. Um, steel uh, Generation 7 onwards, Steel-type Pokemon cannot be poisoned except by Pokemon with Corrosion. And then the, the differences between, like, you know, 2 to 5 and then, like, Generation 6 onwards is just because of a Fairy-type, which it uh, got a new offensive ability against. So it uh, it's still is super effective against Fairy, Ice, and Rock. It resi or It is not very effective against Electric, Fire, Steel, and Water. And with the most defensive uh defensive types in the game or resistances i suppose it is resistant to bug dragon fairy flying grass ice normal psychic rock and steel and it is uh, it takes super effective damage from fighting fire and ground and it is immune to poison in Generation 2, the Steel-type was created to balance out the previously overpowered Normal and Psychic types, as both types are resisted by Steel. Although the number of Steel resistances dropped from 11 to 10 in Generation 6, Steel remains the most resistant type. 
Steel types can also cannot be poisoned, except by Twin Needle in Generation 2, or if poisoned by a Pokemon with Corrosion. Apparently poison- oh yeah, Poison Powder is Poison type, I thought it was Grass, but Twin Needle is, uh, is Bug type. Twin Needle is the only move that can poison a Steel type in Generation 2. Very interesting. Also, hold on, it said that Steel- Steel's resistances decrease from 11 to 10 in Generation 4? Or Generation 6? When did that happen? Did it lose a resistance? Oh, interesting. It was it resisted Ghost and Dark. What? It resisted Ghost and Dark, and then in Generation 6, they removed both of them. Very interesting. I didn't know that, actually. Huh. Interesting. Uh, normal Steel, Electric Steel, and Ghost Steel are tied for the most resistances, having 12 each, although there are no cur- there are currently no Pokemon with a combination of Normal Steel. So, Ghosts, like, a Ghost Steel Pokemon? How many Ghost Steel Pokemon are there? I guess I can look. Not many. Honedge, Aegislash, that's it. <laughs> Aegislash, they, the Honedge line has the most resistances, and apparently Electric Steel also has the most, is there, a, there's, a, there's a few electric steel Pokemon. I mean, we're going to look at these later. Oh yeah, like Magnemite, Magnezone, Tojinomaru, that's it. Those, those four, interesting. They have the most resistances in the game. Um, steel type Pokemon, on average, have the highest physical defense among all Pokemon and among fully evolved Pokemon. That is to nobody's surprise. Um, while some Pokemon resist steel, resist steel type attacks, many of these Pokemon are weak to ground. So combinations of steel and ground types tend to work well. That is off- on the offensive, which has very less uh, amount of uh, of things compared to the uh, <laughs> compared to um, defense. Just because steel is not known for its offensive abilities, despite having a pretty high average attack. Let's see. Uh, we're gonna go over the moves and the Pokemon last. Steel, this page is gigantic, there's so many Pokemon, uh, as of Generation 8, there are seven, 64 Steel-type Pokemon, or 7.2% of all Pokemon, counting those that are at least Steel-type in one of their forms, including Alolan forms and Galarian forms, making it the sixth rarest type. Generation 7 introduced the most Steel-type Pokemon of any generation, with 13, and Generation 6? Six introduced the fewest steel type Pokemon since the type was created with four. Um, you know, Roman numerals are not my forte. That's something you you'll know you'll you'll come to learn listening to this podcast. Generation six, nope. Generation four, generation seven, and generation eight introduced the most steel types of any of steel type moves of any generation, each with seven. Generation six introduced the fewest steel type moves since the type was created with one. In generation two. The steel type saw one type change in the Pokemon family, but no change in moves. The opposite is change with the dark type, which saw one type change in one type change in a move, bite, but no change in Pokemon. Before in Generation 6, Steel type was the only type that had a non-neutral type matchup against all of the 17 existing types, considering both the offense and defense of both types. In Generation 6, it was changed so that Steel-type no longer resists Dark or Ghost-type moves. We we talked about that earlier. Uh, Each of the three regional starters 
Each of, each of the three regional starter types has a different effectiveness when attacking a pure Steel-type Pokemon. Grass does half damage, Water does normal damage, and Fire does twice damage. The trait is also shared by the bug type. What? Oh, right. Interesting. In Generation 2, there is a glitch copy of the Steel type named uh, I M apostrophe or parentheses ZM. The question mark hex form FF is the only Pokemon with this type. This type has no moves. We talked about missing no before. I don't. I don't think we. I don't think we talked about that that Pokemon with like a glitch type. More Pokemon gain the Steel and Flying types upon ev- evolving than any other type with a total of eleven. Steel is the only type that resists Dragon-type moves. And despite being introduced in Generation 2, there, are, there were no pure Steel-type Pokémon until Generation 3, with Mawile at the time and Registeel. Okay, well, I think I have delayed it enough. <laughs> the, the dreading task of uh, going through every Steel-type Pokémon. Thankfully, we're doing a, a, a type that is not so abundant of Pokémon. Uh, so, first off in the list apparently oh because it's it's pure steel type pokemon the first pokemon is a galarian form hits me up <laughs> uh i guess i never really you know i guess i never really went over my 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 feelings about this this type steel type pokemon uh they're cool i think they're i think they're like one of those niche types that's like very i think that the game could do without them if possible uh you know if you if we were i don't know why i'm if we if we're doing like a like a total pokemon overhaul i don't know why that's what i what the first thing came to mind was but you know uh i think it's it's reasonable enough for steel to to kick the bucket uh if if it was the you know if, if we had to get rid of one i think my choice would maybe be steel Maybe like ground or bug or something, something a little redundant. Steel is one of those types, but that doesn't mean it's not good. You know, I like it. It's cool. Uh, the one thing I do hate about steel, though, is in competitive Pokemon. Almost every single steel type Pokemon in competitive Pokemon sucks. <laughs> Ferrothorn, Agro, well, Agro, you know, sucks as in it is absolute hell to fight against, and I would rather die. Uh, Ferrothorn comes to mind. Uh, Bronzong. All of those like super beefy steel type Pokemon, you know, you if you're a competitive battler, you know who I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. And steel monotypes, God, don't even get me started on steel monotypes. Good Lord, so hard to deal with. I hate steel types competitively. Uh, they're fun. I like stall tactics when I am doing them, but when I am up against them, I hate them. And that I think that is a that is a a a trait shared among many competitive Pokemon battlers. And I think that Steel-type takes the cake for the most one-sided, where it's like, yes, it's super defensive, but that's it. You know what I mean? Like, it can it can attack sometimes. It's got a little bit of offensive capability, and it also, like, it can set up spikes. It can put down... It can set up Sandstorm, but, like, that's it. You know, Steel-type is supposed to be beefy. It's supposed to be defensive. That's the point. Um, and because of that, like I said, it's a little bit niche. It's a little bit, you know, one-sided. It's very to the extreme, which I do appreciate about it. It's very defensive, but that's like the only thing that it can do. Does that make sense? Uh, and for that, I like it. I think it's a cool, it's one of, it definitely is one of my more favorite types. Uh, I will say that it like, um, it's definitely not up there (laughs) very high, but it is, 
in like the top 50%, maybe even the top 25% if I had to choose. Eventually I will do like a top, you know, a, 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 a list of my favorite Pokemon types in order. But for now, just know that Steel is, it's up there. It's, it's pretty high. So, uh, I'm going to go through these a little bit quicker than I think normally I would. Um, judging by the length of some of the other uh, type review episodes, I don't want this one to be so as so long. I don't want type review to be mostly just the Pokemon, so I'm going to kind of speed through these. Um, you know, let me know if it's maybe something that you'd like in the future for me to go over them a little bit more, you know, analytically, uh, like I did before, but I think in terms of type review, I kind of don't want to draw it out more than I have to. So, uh, Meowth is the very first Pokemon, seal type Pokemon, pure seal type Pokemon, because it's a Galarian form. Uh, and next is Mega Agron, and then Registeel. There's not that many uh, full Steel-type Pokemon, just Steel-type Pokemon. There's one whole line here, Clink, Clang, Clink, Clang, uh, you know, Pokemon that I think should probably maybe be Steel-Electric, uh, but they do learn a lot of Electric-type moves. Um, Meltan, Melmetal, Gigantamax Melmetal. Wow, Meltan is, you know... Like, I'll have a chance to talk about Meltan in the future, and I probably will talk about it more in the future, but, like, it's so weird. It doesn't feel like a Pokemon at all. Like, genuinely. I mean, Melmetal and Meltan is, like, the face of the Steel-type month that, that the Pokemon Twitter is putting out right now, so I, I sort of have to mention it in this episode, but, like, it's so weird, man. But, but you know, it's they're cool Steel-types. I do like that they are, you know, um, <clears throat> that they're that they're new mythical and you know legendary i suppose um still type pokemon and of course we do have gigantamax metal coming in uh in the crown tundra and uh same same sort of line as, as the galarian meowth perserker and then one more line qfant and cup raja and of course gigantamax cup raja i thought really i thought i thought cup raja was ground steel i guess i'm wrong all right moving on to the Half Steel type Pokemon, primary Steel type Pokemon. Not that it really matters all that much. Uh, Steelix, Mega Steelix, some actual Steel Ground type Pokemon. Skarmory, Mawile, Mega Mawile. A lot of Megas. A lot of a lot of Steel type Pokemon have Megas, huh? Maybe not as many as I think, but like two, three, uh, four. Uh, let's. See, I'm gonna go through the list. Four, five. No, just four. Four, I mean, that's that's a pretty good amount, though, for a steel Pokemon. Uh, there's a lot of Gigantamax, too. Um, Aeron, Laeron, and Agron. We, you know, we discussed Mega Agron. Wait, does Mega Agron lose its rock typing when it Mega Evolves? I didn't know that. Uh, a lot of pseudo-legendaries. I know Laeron and I know Agron isn't necessarily a pseudo-legendary, but it's got that vibe to it. But uh, Metagross... Beldum, Metang, Metagross, Mega Metagross, Jirachi, Bronzor, Bronzong, Dialga, a lot of uh, legendaries later. There weren't that many Steel-type legendaries to begin with, but they sort of added them more as they went, like Dialga, Jirachi, Cobalion, um, I almost said Klefki, my favorite legendary Pokemon, Klefki, uh, Celesteela, Magearna, you know, let's see. Honedge, we talked about before, has the most resistances of any Pokemon, uh, apparently tied with Tojinomaru and Magnazone, which is something you wouldn't really hear, uh, I wouldn't expect to hear. Duraludon, Klefki, 
Gigantamax Duraludon. Sand Shrew and Sand Slash are lowland forms. I always forget that they are also steel type, huh? Ice Steel, what a cool type. Probably probably like my favorite steel type Pokemon. Not not just because it's ice type. I do also really like Skarmory. But like uh not only just because it's ice type, but I think it's cool. <laughs> it maybe is a little bit because they're also ice type, but you know, teach their own. Diglett, Doug Trio, a lot of a lot of Alolan forms got the steel typing, huh? Speaking of which, Magnemite, Magneton, and Magnezone, being those beefy boys, most resistances in the game tied with Hone Edge and Togedemaru. Um Fortress, Caesar, Mega Caesar. No, there is a fifth Mega. I missed it. Mega Caesar. There's five Megas with, with Steel Typings, huh? Empoleon, the only Steel Type starter Pokemon. Shieldon, Bastiodon, Wormadam. Always forget that Wormadam Trash Cloak is Steel Type. God, what a Pokemon, huh? Steel Type Bug. Not that we need it anymore. Uh, let's see. We already there. It doesn't seem like there's a lot of Steel Bugs. There's a lot of Steel Bugs, or at least more than you would expect. You know, Durant, Genesect, uh, Escavalier. Caesar, Wormadam, Fortress. There's quite a bit. That was all of them, by the way. I was like, oh, there's so many. I just named all of them. Um, Lucario. Oh, Mega Lucario. Six. One, two, three, four, five, six. Six Megas. Six Steel Megas. How did I miss both Mega Lucario and Mega Caesar? Six Steel Type Megas. That's a quite a. That's quite a lot, huh? Like, how many Megas are there? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Welcome to Counting with Lily. 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28. That was in just uh, X and Y. And then 1, 2, 3, 4, or like 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, 34, 35, 36, 37, 38, 39, 40, 41, 42, 43. Hang with me. 44. 43, 44, 45, 46. 46 Mega Evolutions. Uh, and six of them are Steel-type. That's, that's, a, that's a hefty number. I'm not going to lie. That's what, like 7%? With only 18 types in the game, that's, that's quite a number. I'm not going to lie. Uh, of of Steel-type steel Mega Evolutions. No wonder. I mean, they're beefy as all hell. So it's, it's a pretty good, pretty good idea to have the Mega Evolve. Uh, Probopass, Heatran, Excadrill. I always forget that Drillabur is also not Steel-type. Escavalier, like mentioned earlier. Forest Seed, Ferrothorn, Stunfisk, Galarian Form, Steel Ground. Same as, uh, Dugtrio, huh? Or Alolan Dugtrio. I'm sort of learning these things as I go, or reminding myself, oh yeah, that Pokemon's that type. So if I'm like, oh yeah, that Pokemon, uh, that's why. You know, when, when, when there's so many Pokemon in the game, you forget, you know, it, even as much as, as, a, as a fan as I am, you forget sometimes. Like, oh yeah, uh, that Pokemon's ground steel, huh? Stunfist Galarian form. Like, you, you know, you don't really think about that Pokemon very much. And going through these types is exactly why I sort of like... I like doing it because it reminds me of types and it, it gets me to appreciate them and the Pokemon that are alongside them. You know what I mean? Um, and I hope that you can too. Let's see. Almost done here. Uh, Pontier, Bisharp, Durant, Genesect. This is just the Steel-type Pokerap right now. Tojinomaru, Beefy Boy. Solgaleo, also I always forget is Steel-type. Kartana, Duskmane, Necrozma, Stakataka, Corviknight. 
only four new, or I, I, you know, I mean like Duraludon and like Galarian. Not that many uh, Steel type Pokemon in Generation Eight, huh? It's like Kabaraja, well, you know that line, Meowth and Perserker, and then Duraludon. I already said Duraludon, and you know like Galarian, Stunfisk, and then Corviknight and Zacian and Samusenta. That's it. <laughs> it's not that many. Uh, and then, of course, like I said, Sashin and Samazenta, both of them steel type. You know, I forget that quite a lot. I, you know, I had sword, so I have a lot of uh, experience using Zashian. I always forget that Samazenta is also fighting steel, or also steel type fighting steel. Interesting, uh, interesting typing. I'm not gonna lie. You know, I, you you would honestly you would think that the um, that the defensive one maybe wouldn't necessarily be fighting type, but I suppose that makes sense. Uh, and then there are the Pokestar Studio Pokemon, or you can't even call them Pokemon. Uh, F00, a little robot dude, steel normal type. Uh, F0, another version of F00 where he's like broken, poor thing. Uh, Me- uh, Mecha Tyranitar and Mecha Tyranitar 2 Electric Boogaloo is it, literally electric type. Me- Mecha Tyranitar is steel, and then Mecha Tyranitar 2 is steel electric so it quite literally is an electric boogaloo and then transport it's literally just a time machine okay (laughs) interesting Uh, so that's all the pokemon let's move on to the moves there was none in generation one of course i'm going to sort of try and filter them by generation if that's possible actually i can filter them by generation wow i don't even need to put in the work for it bulbapedia does it for me there was three in Generation 2, Iron Tail, Metal Claw, and Steel Wing. Four in Generation 3, Doom Desire is Steel type? What? Doom Desire is Steel? I guess it makes sense because it's the, uh, it's the, you know, it's the, it's the, uh, signature type of, Jir- signature move of Jirachi. What? Doom Desire is Steel type? What? Since when? <laughs> I don't think I ever really considered it being, like, having a type. You know, I mean, I did, but, like, uh, what's what's the what's the the other like uh, future sight? Future sight is psychic type. You know, it's like it's doom desire is sort of the same thing. I honestly, I'm not gonna lie. I sort of just assumed that doom desire was also psychic type. I did not know that it was steel. That's weird. Huh. It says two turns after this move is used, a concentrated bundle of light blasts the target. I guess it's steel type then. Hmm. Oh, uh, there's also iron defense, metal sound, and meteor mash. In generation four, there was bullet punch, flash cannon, gyro ball, iron head, magnet bomb, metal burst, and mirror shot. Uh, generation five, there was Automize, Gear Grind, and Heavy Slam, and Shift Gear. And in Generation six, there was only one. Just one. <laughs> uh, King Shield for, for Age of Slash. Generation seven, there was Anchor Shot, Corkscrew Crash, both versions of Corkscrew Crash, uh, Double Iron Bash. What move is that? I've never heard of this move in my entire life. Double Iron Bash. Oh, it's a signature move of Melmetal. No, 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 no wonder. I've never used Melmetal in my life. <laughs> uh, gear up. Searing Sunrays Smash, of course, being uh, 
Sokolian's new move, Smart Strike and Sun Steel Strike. And then at Generation 8, there was a lot. Behemoth Bash, be oh, it's because of, you know, it's it's not as many as it, as it seems. There's a lot on the list here, but it's literally just like Behemoth Bash, Behemoth Blade, G-Max Meltdown, uh, which is Gigantamax Mount Metal, G-Max Steel Surge, which is <laughs> Gigantamax uh, Kabaraja, and then Max Steel Spike, which is just Steel-type Dynamax Pokemon move, uh, which of there are two versions of each, so that is six <laughs> for three moves, all G-Max moves, and then Steel Beam and Steel Roller. That's it. Interesting moves. Uh, like, most of them are physical, as far as I can tell. Like, I'm looking at the, like, I, I just filtered it by, by, uh, by category. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of physical moves. It's, like, most of the, of the list. I mean, that makes sense. You know, it's steel. Uh, a few of them are also special, though. Like, um, you know, flash cannon, mirror shot. Not, not many, um, opportunities for special type Pokemon to... To, to use steel types, which is interesting. It's sort of like I said, steel type is good at one thing and it's being beefy. It doesn't need to worry about having a lot of type coverage or, you know, uh, physical or special coverage because who cares? You know, you take hits and you don't hit very well. That's steel type for you. Anyway, uh, interacting with the steel type and also abilities, apparently, which are in the same sort of uh, category here. A Pokemon with color change, Protean, Imposter, Arceus System, or Multi-Type becomes a Steel-Type Pokemon if, respectively, is hit with a Steel-Type move, uses a Steel-Type move, is sent out against a Steel-Type opponent, is holding a Steel Memory, or is holding an Iron Plate or Steelium Z. It's literally just like these moves that turn you into Steel-Type, like Ditto, uh, Arceus, Silvalli, stuff like that. Nothing that hasn't been said before. Nothing. I know it sounded complicated, but nothing you really need to, to, to you know, to, to think too hard about. Uh, Steel-type Pokemon are also immune to becoming poisoned from the abilities Poison Point, Poison Touch, Synchronize, or Effect Spore. <clears throat> uh, and there are a few moves uh, that interact with the Steel-type. Uh, corrosion allows Poison-type and Steel-type Pokemon to become poisoned. Magnet Pole prevents Steel-type Pokemon from escaping. Sand Force strengthens Rock, Ground, and Steel-type moves when during a sandstorm. Uh, steel Worker strengthens Steel moves to 1.5 times their power. And Steely Spirit powers up an, allies, an ally Pokemon Steel-type moves. What is this move? Oh. Perserker. Steely Spirit. Weird. I didn't even know that ability existed. Well, how fun. <laughs> uh, so you learn something new about Perserker every day. That's not necessarily true. You learn something new every day. That fact just so happened to be about Perserker. If you learn something new about Perserker every day, what the heck's wrong with you? You have amnesia? What's going on? Uh, exclusive abilities. Only Steel-type Pokemon can have these abilities. Heavy Metal, Iron Barbs, and Light Metal. <laughs> right in the middle there. You know, the, the three weight categories. Light Metal, Heavy Metal... And iron barbs. All right, there are some items specific to steel type Pokemon. There is, you know, uh, steel gem, steel memory, steel EMC. We're not going to go over those. Metal coat. Uh, it increases steel type moves and also evolves some Pokemon. Uh, iron plate. Blah blah blah. 
The Adamant Orb also apparently boosts dragon and steel type moves when it's held. That makes sense because it's Dialga's orb. And the Babiri Belly Berry. Babiri Belly. Uh, if held by a Pokemon, this berry will lessen the damage taken from one super effective steel type attack. And finally, I know that my dear listeners are not as resistant as the steel type Pokemon, but if you've made it this far, I thank you and congratulate you for making it through. <laughs> you know, my only my my dearest viewers uh, can be so interested in such riveting conversations such as every single steel type Pokemon and move and ability. Um, and finally, the trainers. Uh, steel type, notable steel type trainers. There's Jasmine, the gym leader. Steven Stone, who is apparently a, he's, he's a steel type user. I thought he, uh, yeah, I mean, he uses like three steel type Pokemon. I suppose that's notable enough, huh? He also also has the same amount of rock type Pokemon, so, you know, it's a little bit of a questioning thing there. Uh, Byron, gym leader in uh, Generation 4. Colrus, Wilkstrom, uh, the Elite 4 in Generation 6. I do not remember how to pronounce this person's name. Molane, that Steel-type trainer from Sun and Moon, which I am just remembering now, who I, whom I totally forgot about. And, uh, very oddly, Chairman Rose, which I don't think anybody was expecting. But, yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a Steel-type trainer. Chairman Rose. Spoilers for, for Sword and Shield, I suppose. Uh, and I think that's it. That's pretty much all that we can talk about for Steel-type Pokemon. Uh, I mean, you know, I already sort of gave my 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 thoughts about the Steel-type, and uh, we went through every Steel-type thing, really. So what else is there to say? I don't think there's very much. So before we end it for today, we, of course, have to end it off with everybody's favorite segment where we talk about a random move every episode, Move Tutor. Uh, this time, I cannot remember the number. You'll have to forgive me. I'm, I was on a roll with remembering the, the, the number that goes along with every, every move. I couldn't remember this one. It's easy when the, when the Pokemon, when it's Pokemon, because it says it on the page, uh, and, you know, like, they, the numbers actually have meaning, but the moves have no, the, the numbers of the moves have no reason or rhyme to be there. It's just sort of the list that's on Bulbapedia, and I don't remember it this time. I apologize. No guessing game for you this time. Uh, it's Refresh, which, to nobody's surprise, is not a very interesting move, but it is a move nonetheless. It is a non-damaging normal-type move introduced in Generation 3. Uh, it is a status move. It has a PP of 20, max 32, and it cures the user of burns, poison, and paralysis. It cannot cures, cure freeze or sleep, so refresh will fail if it's called by sleep talk. When re refresh can also be used as part of a Pokemon contest combination, when, with the user gaining an extra appeal point if either the move Sing or Water Sport was used in the prior turn. Why Water Sport? What? Interesting. I mean, Sing sort of makes sense. Why? What? Whatever, I'm not going to question it. Uh, if powered up with Normalium Z into Z Refresh, the user also regains all of its HP. And unfortunately, in Generation 8, Refresh was removed from the game. So, sorry. <laughs> no more healing for you. Uh, descriptions? 
heals po- heals poisoning paralysis or a burn, a self-healing move that cures the user of poisoning, burn, or paralysis. And uh, probably the most interesting one of them all, this move can't be used. It's recommended that this move is forgotten. Once forgotten, this move cannot be remembered. <laughs> so sort of a secondary effect there that nobody knows about with Refresh. And finally, a little bit of uh, interesting trivia. You know, interesting is subjective, but it's interesting to me uh, to leave you all with, in Generation 3, the status screen, erroneously, that's not a word you hear very often, states that the move has a 100% accuracy, even though the target is the user. (laughs) Riveting information, I know, but with that, I think that's going to do it for me for today. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Um... Remember that I am in college now, so the sound might be a little bit different. It might actually sound better, like I said, because I'm doing the whole blanket uh, over the the microphone trick. So uh, from what I've been able to been able to hear so far, it sounds great. Um, but if you have any you know sort of comments or anything uh, about anything I can do to maybe improve the the sound quality of the podcast that is in my realm of possibility, please let me know. And if you have any other suggestions for the podcast in general, let me know. And that being said, I hope that you all have an amazing day. Thank you all so much for listening, and I will see you in the next one.